Hey everyone, welcome back to another market closing live stream. Uh, so crypto's come back up a little bit and I discovered something about these, which I'll tell you about with a little story in just a moment. So stay tuned. Uh, but uh, we're going to do the bell first. <laughs> then we have earnings and then we'll go to story. Don't let me end the stream without telling you story. Uh, all right. So um, let's see what we got here on the stonks and, uh, and, and try to value. I'm still looking for, for opportunities and deals. Uh, and I'll tell you some that I'm finding at least somewhat attractive right now. Uh, so right now we've got uh, Dow down about 0.42%, uh, S&P's relatively flat, 0.05%, NASDAQ half percent to the upside, Russell's up uh, 0.88%. Uh, we, I think we, they're showing bond futures, I believe, uh, 1.57. That I don't know if it's really even moved since this morning. So I don't know exactly how they show the futures here on uh, CNBC. But anyway, let's, uh, let's take a look at uh, our winners and losers for today. So remember, folks, we're in this EV, uh, in my opinion, like super cycle of enthusiasm. I really dislike buying EV uh, during an EV style super cycle where everybody wants to buy electric vehicles. Uh, and I was mentioning this is probably the absolute perfect time for Rivian to go public because EVs are just hot right now. Everybody's into them again. We had this happen last year around November to the middle and then this year to the middle of February. Then they totally fell out of favor for what? Uh, five, six months from February to October. No, that's actually much more. Eight months. Eight months of, of everybody hating on EVs, you know, just batteries and fear and FUD, every, you know, uncertainty and doubt, everything. Uh, so it's kind of interesting to see these, uh, these transitions. Uh, but that also makes it very difficult for me to get excited about any of the EV companies. So EVs are something that I keep getting asked about, like, oh, Kevin, are, are you going to be buying any of the electric vehicle stocks? And he says, like, I got enough exposure to them. No, <laughs> very simply put. And quite frankly, Rivian, uh, you know, I even tweeted about this. Follow me on Twitter if you don't yet. I really meet Kevin. But uh, and I made a video about Rivian, which you could watch. It, it's ridiculous at, at one hundred twenty dollars. I think you're you're forecasting maybe a, a 4% return for yourself if they do well uh, over the next four years. You know, obviously, it could be wrong, not financial advice, but I, I think it's it's insane. It, it doesn't make sense. Uh, so, uh, and, and to some degree, I've, I've also found that it's been a little bit more difficult to buy things like Enphase, Etsy, and Affirm as well because you've been a little bit more squeezed as well there on pricing. But we already know that. Uh, now we've got about 20 seconds to go to the bell and then we do have uh, some earnings. So uh, we're going to go ahead and pull up earnings and I'll tell you my story afterwards. But let's go ahead and listen to the bell and uh, let's get right into earnings and uh, see what 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 else actually looks cheap, but actually seems like it could be. Utilities and communication services. As Mike's already said, the dollar continues uh, to rise. The bond market, of course, is closed. Uh, oil down about 0.3%. Gold continuing its strong week at the close. We are just high by a handful of basis points on the S&P 500. All right, there it is. Uh, 0.44 on the Dow, 0.05 on the S&P, NASDAQ, 0.52, Russell, 0.82. Uh, great. So uh, that is uh, that is our holiday Veterans Day close. But uh, we do have earnings. So we're going to review uh, some earnings right now. And then we're going to tell you a story and look for some other opportunities. So first... Let's see what we have on deck for earnings today. We have Sundial Blink uh, Ride. That's Lordstown Motors. Wow, it's running before earnings. 
Lordstown Motors up 24% before earnings. Usually when something runs like that before earnings, it's it's a sign that you got a whole lot of traders coming in. <laughs> this is not necessarily a horrible thing, but uh, it, it can mean that traders are going to be bailing out pretty soon. Uh, you do, uh, ooh, shift technologies. Mm. I, I don't know. The used car sector, I'm not super excited about right now, but we'll see. Uh, all right, so no, just not enough, not enough volume. It's not enough of an opportunity to actually make money, but we'll see. I, I know profit per vehicle is definitely up. Okay, shift might actually not report until 5.05, which is pretty lame, but blink charging is supposed to be at uh, 4.05, and uh, Lordstown might actually be right now. Let's see if that's true. Okay, actually, Blink already came in. Whoa! Blink charging just came in with uh, 6.4 million versus 4.72 expected. That's a really good beat by Blink charging. Uh, how is the fact that their stock is not like moving way faster is a little surprising to me. Uh, that's a really good. <laughs> uh, Lordstown Motors do not have uh, anything here uh, yet in terms of earnings. Laser, Luminar Tech, and let's see. Yeah, again, Shift probably won't be until later, but I'll pull them up just so we have them. Yeah. Okay, so we'll have these up ready. Okay, so Sundial. Uh, Sundial is implying a 14% move. Blink Charging uh, had a loss per share of $0.36. Cents, but they're, Oh, so their EPS missed, but their sales beat. Their EPS expectation was 0.29, uh, 0.29 of a loss. They lost 0.36, but their revenue killed it. I mean, revenue coming in, quite frankly, almost 50% higher. Very, very good. Oh, wow. Look at this, folks. That's crazy. Uh, I think you you saw me talk about Blink right here. I'm like, wow, this is such a beat. Why is the stock not moving yet? The very next minute, it skyrockets 15%. <laughs> we beat Wall Street so badly on that one. Uh too bad I didn't buy it, <laughs> but uh, that's okay. I usually don't trade earnings. So Lordstown, Luminar, and uh, yeah, Shift, I don't see. Oh, here, Luminar just came in. Luminar, uh, forecasted revenue meets, adjusted EPS meets, 10 cents, 10 cents, and revenue misses. Revenue was expected to be about 9 mil, came in at 8 mil. So tiny miss there on Luminar uh, in terms of uh, revenue. But that's a meet on guidance and a meet on uh, bottom line, down about 1%. So yeah, not, not much movement here to somewhat be expected. Shift Technologies options imply a 17% move. Oh my gosh. Blink charging. Did very well. And so really waiting for Lordstown and Sundial now. Lordstown and Sundial. And then, of course, Shift will be much later. But anyway, let's see. Uh, is is Hut today? I thought Hut reported this morning. I'm pretty sure we covered that this morning. Uh, we'll see, though. Okay. So, oh, yeah. Hut was this morning. We already covered that. I remember that one. Wow. Uh, so on the day, PaySafe dropped 41%. I mean, that's brutal. Bumble, 19%. Very brutal. Ouch. Uh, Disney, 7%. Upstart down 4% again. I do wonder if this is finally that sort of trend reversal for Upstart because it's just been insanity. And uh, 
I wonder if it has the potential of returning to to some of these levels here. We'll see. I mean, if we continue with a euphoric rally, the answer to that is no. But I do think some euphoria has been the euphoria has been tempered a little bit. And it all kind of started when Elon Musk sold his shares. <laughs> so maybe we can blame him for that. That's okay. He's he's used to taking the blame for things. But anyway, um, Zillow 0.98%. Okay, not much movement here. Tesla is actually down 0.42%. Oh, we should expect some new uh, Form 4 filings soon from uh, from Elon to see if did he get the rest out. Is he still selling? So he's only sold a portion so far technically, but we do think that we'll get a lot more reporting from Tuesday. This Rivian blows my mind at 122, but I also priced my video assuming it was going to be somewhere around 120. Uh, then, or uh, my tweet would rather the price at 120. So a firm uh, in, in the little analysis with the four percent. But anyway, uh, a firm, thirteen point seven percent. This was so high and after hours yesterday, twenty seven percent. Ah, just nuts. I wonder what happened with the root though. This is a uh, really good for the insure tech space. Let's see here. That's a really good earnings. Um, it must be on root. I don't remember if it hit earnings. Uh, let me see here. Root. No, Root reported yesterday. Well, that could be today then. Root reported revenue of $93.8 million, the loss per share of $0.53. Cents. Oh, wow. Their estimate was $60 million. So they beat on revenue by 50%. Wow. Root absolutely killed it. Now, that's really interesting. Uh, and I wonder if... Let's see here. Root Insurance. You wonder if joinroot.com was that website, by the way. Join root. I don't invest in root, but the the insurance space I think is very interesting, especially since Lemonade has car insurance now. But uh, they're not really finishing their acquisition until uh, the uh, springtime. But this is interesting. Uh, I I'm fascinated to uh, compare to to see how their how their progress might compare to Lemonade's. Huh. All right. So, um, yeah, congratulations for root owners. That's great. Okay. Did we get earnings yet on Sundial? Lord's time. No, not yet. Okay. Still waiting for those earnings. So, but look at root uh, over time here. It's just gotten destroyed. Hold on a sec. Here we go. Uh, yeah. I mean, this, look at root. I mean, this is like an honest style stock right here. Uh, shift reported. Is that true? Shift raises, you're right. Uh, shift shift grows revenue 200% in Q3 2021. Raises guidance for 2021. Ooh, that's great. Uh, it's very, it sounds very good. I don't know what the expectation was. Hmm. Oh, they're increasing their guide. But yeah, I, I don't have the, uh, this is just one of their pre-letters here. I don't know what the expectation was on shift. It's a four or four to five percent in the after hours. Let me pull up earnings estimates. Okay, so estimates for shift are revenue of one hundred sixty-five point six mil was the estimate, and I think they came in at at a little bit more than that. Let me see here, one hundred. They came in at. 
God, make it so difficult when they don't give a uh, gross profit of 13 mil. Total gross profit of 13 mil. The rest they gave here were percentages because they didn't actually release the statement yet. So the full earnings aren't out yet. They're like trickling this out. That's interesting. <laughs> um, but uh, gross profit of 16 versus expectation of an EBITDA of negative 34. Ooh, wait a minute. Did they go profitable? That would be interesting. Let's see. Gross profit. Oh, no, because that's gross profit. Uh, 13 mil, not EBITDA. Uh, okay, yeah, no. So they're still going to be losing money. 13 gross. And they expected, actually, they don't give us gross as an estimate. Maybe if I expand it. Hold on. So operating. I don't know. <laughs> we will find out, though, when they actually give us their financials, because they haven't yet. They sort of just put out like a little press statement. <laughs> like, hey, we, we grew revenue 200%. It's like, okay, cool. Where are the numbers? Where are the financial statements? Oh, Lordstown just came in. Loss per share, 54 cents. The loss was a little better than expected. They were expecting a $99.3 million loss, and they came in at 107 uh, or sorry, they were expecting a 107.7 loss and came in at 99.3. So uh, that's that's so far a beat on, uh, on bottom line. That's moving. 3 4% now. Okay, cool. So I'll see if I actually get the financial statements here on shift. And did Sundial come out yet? No, not yet. No sundial yet. And waiting for financials on shift. You saw a 180 mil in rev. 180 mil. Okay, well, the guide was 161, so that's good. Thanks. All right. So let's see here. I'm going to go sort by, oh, did Luminar report? Yeah, well, I think we already, we covered it though, right? Yeah, we did. We covered Luminar. Okay, good. So uh, I'm going to sort by symbol here. And I'm just going to write down some that I'm paying attention to as uh, opportunities. Uh, these are. This is not a guarantee that they actually are. Uh, the only guarantee you have is that you will always get the best price if you buy those courses sooner rather than later. Because over time, they get more expensive. And then a year from now, people are like, oh, I paid this price. And they're like, oh, wow, I just paid this price. <laughs> uh, check out those programs down below and Building Your Wealth. You get lifetime access to the content. No upsell within the courses. Uh, all right. So Apple, I love Apple. At 147, it's it's not, not super exciting for me. Especially since uh, I loved what Gary Black said. And I later corroborated his numbers. You're paying per peg ratio, a lot for the growth at Apple. And I think that's because a lot of folks use Apple as almost a little bit of like a ultra safe version of tech. Like all, like if you're, if you're 70 and you're like, I want to be exposed to growth, but I don't want the volatility, Apple, <laughs> Microsoft, uh, which is fine. Uh, but yeah. Okay. So, uh, it's just not going to be Tesla, <laughs> uh, Airbnb, uh, 
Airbnb is still attracted by, but uh, still a little on the pricey side. Adobe, honestly, one one that has done very well uh, here recently, but uh, I, I think has the potential for, for still doing better. I just have, like, I really understand certain products of Adobe's. I don't understand all their products. So I still have work to do going through their earnings calls. And I think that's that's so important is, is when you're investing in a company, you got to know what their products are. So when they change, you uh, you can watch it. Like, this is why C3 AI, C3 AI drives me nuts. Um because it, it's very difficult to understand. Like the, the only thing that I do with C3 is I'll like swing trade it. <laughs> uh, okay. AMC is at 40. Gosh, it really sticks at 40. Uh, AMD. It makes you wonder how AMD's valuation compares to like NVIDIA, right? I think that would almost be an interesting video comparing those two. Valuation. Yeah, let's see. Sundial's still not out, by the way. Okay. Arrival. You know, Arrival's really been left in the dirt. And I wonder if, let's see, Arrival uh, electric vehicles. Let me see this here. This is a school bus, right? Let me see here. The van. Ooh. Mmm. Check this out, folks. This is very similar to the uh, the Rivian, right? And let me go to products here. So I'd like to get an update on where they are. The city bus. Uh, wasn't school bus. It was city bus. I thought they did city bus too. There must be a different one that I'm thinking of. But bus and ran, van. So, but doesn't have. This is a little bit more canoe-ish, right? Uh, canoe doesn't have the the pickup truck and the SUV sex appeal uh, launching in late 2020 for the canoes. These I think are, I still really like canoe. I don't invest in canoe because they've got a lot of work to do, but uh, I'd like to get an update on canoe. Honestly, that would be really cool. So, Oh, Drew, you're, you're an Adobe design. What I want to know is, Oh gosh, there's this, particular section uh, of their revenue that I don't understand that much. Adobe installations. Let me see. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it now, what it's called, but there's a particular section. Maybe if I could, I could see it in their press release that I don't fully understand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, like I'm personally trying to understand and I, I, read through a good section of some of the reports and I'm still trying to understand the differences between digital media and digital experiences. Like both of these confuse me a little bit. Like how am I supposed to understand the difference here? But then they also have, as opposed to the creative cloud, which I think that's like Lightroom and Photoshop, they have document cloud, which I think that's like e-signing and stuff like that. But then experience cloud. I, I don't really understand the experience cloud aspect. So uh, that's that's what I'm trying to learn. So I don't own any Adobe, but that's that's where I am right now. I'm really trying to understand what are all these products <laughs> that they have. Uh, but anyway, okay, cool. So did they get another release here on Shift? And they have their shareholder letter, but I wish they'd give us a breakdown on Shift, but they don't. 
All right. Uh, so arrival, arrival is going to be an interesting one to compare to either Canoe or uh, Lordstown, and it's certainly been left behind. Backed at twenty six dollars, seems that they have an ecom platform and an enterprise grade customer. What's a CMS? CMS customer management software. That's that's that. You mean like Salesforce? Is that true? Customer management. Software system, yeah, CMS. Okay. That loss at shift was thirty-seven point five mil. Thank you for that. The breakdown is in the in the latter PDF. Okay, let me see here. Did they put a new PDF in? Oh, there it is. Okay, so yeah, it just came out a couple minutes ago. Actually, four minutes ago. Oops, I missed it. Oh, there we go. Okay, cool. We have their uh, their whole presentation now. Revenue grew to one eighty mil, so that was a B. That's good. And what was their their net? Uh, let me go to the financial statements at the bottom. Drive shift. So net loss came in at 37.3. I think that was a little bit higher than expected, but I'm going to find out right now. Are their expectations? Shift came in. Oh, and don't, don't leave before I tell you my story. Revenue expectation was 165, so they beat. Net income was a negative 37.3, and they were expecting 39.9. So that's good. That's a double B. And then EPS was expected to be around 0.5. And I don't know where they have slapped EPS. Uh, average selling price for e-com, $24,000. Total units sold. Whoa! Good job, Shift. How did they do this many units during the shortage? That's actually very, very exciting. But look at the average days to sale. Why has it exploded? I would have expected that to go down. Huh. Very interesting. I'm going to have to dive into this quarterly report. We've interviewed uh, George on the channel, by the way. It was great. Okay, Experience Cloud for Salesforce is a customer-oriented form and sales type site for external users. User engagement stuff. Content management system, not customer. Adobe, yeah, I understand Creative Cloud. That makes sense to me. But maybe it's just the business stuff that I don't fully understand at Adobe. And, and so that's, that's what uh, confuses me. <laughs> uh, did someone save the goldfish? <laughs> not a story about that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll tell my, I'll give my story very quickly because it's not a long story, uh, but then I do want to keep going through and looking for some other stocks that I'm writing down and researching as, as interesting ones. So far, I've got Adobe definitely want to compare the valuation and technologies of AMD to NVIDIA uh, just to see if there's like a, I'm pretty sure NVIDIA is like three X the valuation, uh, on, on similar metrics basis, uh, bases of AMD, but, I, but I want to corroborate that. Uh, canoe versus like arrival, I think is, is very interesting, but I don't know if they're going to catch up anytime soon. So, uh, okay. The, the story, I finally figured it out. I did not know this, but so I have, I have two iPhones that I use as an alarm clock. And, uh, this morning I was so tired. I'm like, I'll just take a quick little 20 minute nap, get another cup of coffee and we'll be good. Well, it turns out that. 
I don't know if this is a new update over the last few weeks because that's been one of the problems. I missed a couple morning live streams is I don't understand why uh, when using two iPhone alarms, I would go to them and they like I would look and like, why didn't you wake me? And I look at the notifications and it's like alarm, 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 because I set like seven on each phone. And I don't know if this is a recent update. But uh, or or if I just just now realized that I never used to have the problem, but apparently, if you t change the mode on the side to silent mode, it will not alarm clock ring. I don't ever remember that, because when you set an alarm clock, you would expect it to go off no matter what the little switchy thing is on. Now I understand, Kevin, it's silent mode. Of course, the alarm clock. I I don't believe that. It always used to be that way <laughs> because I almost permanently have my phones on do not disturb and silent mode. So I just don't want to hear them at all except the alarm. And so I finally figured it out. I'm like, oh my gosh. I don't know if they changed that and juked me. Uh, people say it's always been like that. I, I, I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know. Maybe there's like a buried setting in there or something. Again, maybe I just realized it and I never had the problem in the last. Look, I've had an iPhone since the iPhone 1. So I feel like I've never had that issue before, but uh, recently I have. <laughs> so maybe it has always been other. See, somebody here says my alarm goes off in silent mode. That's what I'm saying. Uh, exactly. The alarm is supposed to ring even on silent mode. I keep it in silent. That's what I'm saying. That's literally what I'm saying. So that's like, I don't understand if something's just screwed up with my, my, my primary alarm, but basically uh, I was asleep from 6.50 to 12.50. <laughs> and uh, that means I still have to do course member live streams. So apologize for the delay on that. But I'm still going to fulfill my obligation and we'll we'll do an afternoon course member live stream. But I'm like, damn it, I, damn it, Apple. <laughs> so anyway, I'm exposed now. <laughs> but uh, let's now go back to uh, stocks. So that's, that's my story, okay? Uh, one plus alarm. See, maybe I got to get some different apps or something like that. No, bro, that's an iOS 15. Is it really? Like, I'm telling you, they changed something. Uh, it's definitely not supposed to do that. <laughs> something is wrong with your brother. Yeah, I, I don't know. But I mean, I'm rested now. Now, now I don't. Now I'm good. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's like five hours, five and a half hours of sleep, plus like the five hours I got right before that. So I slept like a baby today. <laughs> anyway. Uh... Uh, oh, did, was there a dip? Did I nap through the dip? Is that true? Let me see. Oh, come on. This is the S&P 500. That was boring. Uh, but anyway. Okay, other stocks. So I'm going to write down Beyond Meat uh, solely because I wonder at what point does Beyond Meat become a value style play? Uh, and that that sounds a little broken because uh it's it's been pretty pricey historically but i'm i'm interested to know <laughs> so uh all right uh let's see here cheesecake so probably not going to get into the recovery stocks the chargers i don't i love them when they sell down substantially not so much now i still believe long term in coinbase but uh, it's not something i need to jump in and make a position on right now. I'd almost rather have crypto or the miners. But then again, the miners fall very hard when there's a crypto crash. 
especially when they start unplugging their devices, you always have a great opportunity to buy the miners when they report stuff like that. They plummet, drop like a rock. EXPI. You know, they had EXPI con, uh, I think it's to, today or yesterday. Anyway, I'm going to write this one down. Uh, I do think this one's a little underloved still, although it's done very, very well. That's double, doubled since when, when I originally bought it. And remember, I always send buy sell alerts to everyone in the Stocks and Psychology Money Group. But I bought it originally around like $38 to $40 pre-split. And they did a two-to-one split. So that's nice. Uh, it's been very volatile, though. Okay, so then we have G GM. GM's finally moving again. Wow, it's incredible. Faraday Futures, FedEx, Meta, Platforms, Gores, Advisor. This is a... Uh, hey, there's GK canoe yeah canoe that's an i'm gonna keep it i want to get an update on canoe goldman sachs home depot and hippo i'm actually reading right now so i'm already working that one hud eight hylion be interesting to get an update on hylion honestly but I'm, I'm probably gonna wait on that one i think they have a little more time and i got some others to really want to do so how did next door do after their ipo oh look at that it's like your classic momentum curve huh the intraday run to 18, the close at 13, and now you're slowly getting the bleed. Lucid, 10%. Lucid's pretty incredible. <laughs> I mean, they've had a really nice last couple months on, on the Lion Electric. That's the school bus one. I'll write that one down. Lion Electric. Oh, did Elon just tweet? Oh, I love it when Elon tweets. Hold on a second. All right, where is he? Okay, 12 minutes, so I'll probably have to do this. <laughs> this, by the way, I, I know this is probably not the recent one you're referring to, but uh, quick note, the uh, 30,000 superchargers around the world and counting, I think this is a little bit of a slam at uh, newer EV companies as well because they're like, oh, we plan to have, like Rivian, we plan to have 3,000 chargers in, uh, in, in in 2023. And they just hit 30,000 because last uh, earnings report, they were like 29.6. So they must have uh, just installed uh, a few more. I'm going to try to guess locations. So I'm going to guess, and maybe somebody in the comments can let me know if they recognize these if I'm right. I mean, I, there's no way I'm going to know where that is. This looks like it's probably like an Arizona. This looks like Chicago. Uh, I could be wrong about that. And this, well, that looks like sunset and an ocean. So it's got to be California somewhere. Like San Diego or like somewhere between San Diego and like Oceanside. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Who cares? Okay. So then we have, what else has he tweeted? Tweets and replies 14 minutes ago. So when Tesla IPO'd at a valuation of 1.7 bill, they had been selling the Roadster for two years and had stunned the world with the Model S reveal the year before. No criticism of Rivian, but 24 hours into the IPO, the uh, MC market cap is 100 bill with zero revenue. A sign of the times, Elon? That's a good one. That's a, that's a very good tweet. Good job. Nice job. Okay, so I hope they are able to achieve high production and break-even cash flow. That is the true test. There have been hundreds of automotive startups, both electric and combustion, but Tesla is only American car maker to reach high volume production and positive cash flow in the past 100 years. Crazy, huh? Yeah. 
That's awesome. Good job, Elon. Yeah, I mean, it's it's nice because he's being optimistic uh, while at the same time making clear how insanely difficult it is. The fact that Lucid got off like 50 or 60 cars is incredible. Now, a downside catalyst for Lucid folks is deliveries by uh, Q4. I think they're going to miss horribly. That's not me trying to diss uh, Lucid. I, I'm just, I feel like I'm being blunt. Uh, I think they're going to miss terribly and it's going to be very bad for the stock because Lucid is expecting to deliver 1,000 vehicles this year. And if in January they report that they only deliver 200, the market's going to lose its poop. Uh, it, like, so we'll, we'll see. But if Lucid's listening, you know what to do. <laughs> now, so far, they did very well. They said they were going to deliver cars this year at the end of this year, and they did. Just not a lot. <laughs> like 50, 60 cars. All right. Uh, lemonade. I'm also in the middle of finishing my Lemonade Hippo analysis. Uh, I can tell you I'm a little disappointed in, in uh, a few things. I'm giving you a hint. I haven't sold any. But I'm a little disappointed so far, and I'm still doing research. Uh, Lululemon, Southwest, Las Vegas Sands, Lyft, Macy's, Weed Maps. Wait, didn't there used to be a lot more? Oh my gosh. Yeah, Weed Maps was like $30, and it's gotten destroyed. Ugh. Okay. Mattel, Marriott, Marathon, 23andMe, MGM, Mind, MP. MP, 42. Good. That's about $10 more than whatever they had been sitting. MicroStrategy, Matterport. I, I still have to go through the Matterport earnings. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write that down to do that. It's a little pricey, in my opinion, to buy it here. Under 20 is more ideal. Uh, okay. It takes so long to do research on, like the, the deep fundamental stuff on these things. It takes so long. I mean, you're sitting there for just hours uh, in boring reports for like little snippies. <laughs> but I, I don't mind it. So Cloudflare ends, ends under 200 again. I do want to do a valuation on Cloudflare. It's run like crazy, so it, it would hurt me to buy it. And it's, an, it's a pretty large valuation. I was actually surprised by it. Uh, it was just yesterday that I was looking at their market cap, uh, and I'm like $63 billion. Very impressed, but uh, high. Oh, wow. Lucid uh, uh, Neo ran 6.2% today, recovered some of that pain that we saw the other day. Neo's that left behind child. I got to break down their earnings too. Mm, Nike, Nikola, Nano D. It'd be interesting to see how Nano Dimension is doing on their their plot to take over the world. And look into that. I want to just get a brief update on them. Uh, yeah, Nvidia back over three hundred. That's just the dream stock to come around. That's like the crush where you're like, I you you walk around middle school and you're like, I hope I run into them just to make eye contact. <laughs> I hope I see you at two hundred, uh, Nvidia. <laughs> Um, so, uh, okay. Plan 13, Palantir. Palantir has been, been suffering, honestly. It's been so stuck around 23, 25 in that range. 
Peloton, uh, PayPal, Qualcomm. Qualcomm's an interesting one, but I've gone deep on them before, and, and you're talking massive company here, typically a little slower growth. Why did QuantumScape move like this today? That's interesting. Let me pull up QuantumScape. Uh, and did Lordstown just report? Oh, Lordstown reports wider loss than expected. Uh, what? It literally says Lordstown Motors post wider Q3 loss. Lordstown Motors post narrower loss in Q3. <laughs> what? Which one is it? Lordstown Motors reports Q3 EPS of 54 cents, consensus of 59 cents. Okay, so so less of a loss than expected. And uh, so that's a B. Let's see here. The earnings call, which will be coming up uh, in just a few minutes. With these guys, guys, it is all about the outlook and where this company is headed on a much more stable footing. And that'll be what analysts are listening for when the CEO, Dan Ninigavi, talks in just a few minutes. Guys, back to you. Stock has been crazy. Phil, thank you. Phil above. Up next, World Okay, let's see here. I'm just looking here. What's going on with QuantumScape? Yeah, I don't particularly see individual updates here. EV sector is boosting the QuantumScape stock. QuantumScape, okay. Somebody says they proved their salt. Where Do you have a source for that? Because, I mean, I'm going to write it down. I really think you'll find out how different NVIDIA and AMD are. While they're both chip companies, NVIDIA is much more diverse than they're in. That's my suspicion. And, and that's why the valuation is so much higher uh, on just like a metric basis because they have so many verticals. I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right about that. Okay, so... Redfin, 48 bucks. Let's see here. Rivian, not touching that one. Roku. How has Roku been? A little sad. Yeah, on, on lower TV sales. Lower user growth there for Roku. And Smile Direct. Gosh, this one's just gotten wrecked. At what point is this company just like so cheap that you have to buy it? But hey, you know, stocks don't have to stay at $4. They can become penny stocks. Sheeb's up 10%. Nice. Spotify's are Sundell, Snowflake, SoFi, SoFi Nice, 12.5%, Region Galactic, SunPower. Okay, Target. Hmm. Toast. How did Toast end up? Toast at $48. It's below that IPO hype. Yeah, it's definitely come down under that IPO hype. I do wonder, Toast, how much of a potential play that is it's in the recovery space but it's it's tech within recovery uh you know payment processing i wonder when they're going to get into crypto processing it could be a nice little catalyst for them i like backed holdings act i wonder when they report that's another one okay let's see okay multiple <laughs> uh, Smurf says, all I have to say is NVIDIA stocks sell out instantly and uh, AMDs are always in stock. Oh, <laughs> uh, what do you got against the Ryzen's, man? Oh, is this true? Neo price target raised $87 at, uh, at City. Incredible. Let's see here. Neo, yeah. $87 from 70 at City. 
and lowered to 65 from 67 at Mizuhu. Probably mispronounced that. Oh, well. Okay. So, oh, XL Fleet's at $5. Xping, Zillow Group, Zoom, Som, Walmart, Whirlpool, WD, Wayfair. Huh. Wayfair's just been stuck. Stuck at 240. You used to always go back to 300. And Ubiquity sitting at 300. Upwork 45. Upwork. Yeah, you got a little bit of that. In my opinion, still the uh, COVID traders getting out of this one. Okay, so I've got a very interesting list. Uh, specifically, ones that that have been that particularly pique my interest uh, are uh, w the recent run of QuantumScape, then uh, Neo, the AMD versus uh, Nvidia, uh, Cloudflare along with the others, like specifically, like, especially the card, since we're in that EV cycle, Arrival, Canoe, Line Electric, that should be like a three video right there where you can compare all three, sort of an update on all three. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, Rocket Lab, ah, love my, yeah. I don't know very much, unfortunately, about that one. Or a SpaceX. That's kind of why I ran past that. So I'd have to get back to that in the future. <laughs> Latin America crypto's back with the hex. <laughs> oh, good for you. Uh, okay, cool. Topo Chico time. There you go. All right, folks. Thanks so much for being here. We're going to run. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you in the next video. And we'll do the course member live stream sometime within the next couple hours here. I got a few things to catch up on and then I want to provide enough time. All right, folks. Thanks. Bye.